Hey, it's Dr. Barry here. We here at the Health and Wellness Connection podcast are always interested in hearing from our fans and our listeners. If you have any information you want to send out to us, or you have any questions you want to ask me or any of the uh, staff here, please do not hesitate to reach out. Our email is drberryhealth at gmail.com. That's Dr. Barry Health, D-R-B-A-R-R-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook, www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. And lastly, you can find us also on our blog, www.controlyourweight. That's spelled W number eight.com. And of course, you can always find me, Dr. Barry, on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD and on Twitter at Dr. Barry Tech Doc. All one word. Again, thanks for listening to the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to any of those aforementioned uh, sites. Again, Dr. Barry, please enjoy the show. And you know sleep is important, especially when you start getting a little older. You know sleep is important when you start talking to your friends about it like it's sex. And your friends are like, yo, man, what you do last night? You're like, man, I got some sleep last night. <laughs> man, I tore that bed up. I slept in every position. I slept so good, my bed called me at work today. Asked me to come home and take a nap. <laughs> Y'all stupid. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. It's Dr. Barry, your host here today. And I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of what I hope to be an exciting and informative show just to bring you more information regarding exciting topics in the area of health and wellness. Now, that intro uh, skit you just heard was from one of uh, my favorite comedians, Steve Wilson, hilarious comedian out of L.A. Check him out. He's all over Instagram and YouTube and, and all those social media things. But I thought it was very apropos, if you will, because today's show is going to be about sleep. How to get enough of it, what are the dangers of not getting enough of it, and what we need to do to ensure that we're taking it as seriously as it should be taken. Now, most people, when they talk about sleep, are usually, unfortunately, in our current society, kind of use it in a negative fashion. People will say things like, yo... Don't sleep on me, bro, meaning you shouldn't ignore or don't dismiss or don't ignore something or or someone. Or someone will say things like, man, I feel like everybody's sleeping on me. You know, kind of that way of looking at sleep as something that is a negative. Or, you know, people will even say, you know, I don't like to sleep because I can always sleep when I'm dead. You know, as if sleeping is a waste of time or something. Well, let me tell you, nothing could be further from the truth. Primarily because the more we look into our health and wellness and the things that make our body function correctly, we've come to realize that sleeping is probably one of the most important things you can do because it just has so many important and vital functions in, that are necessary to maintain normal physiologic you know, or optimal physiologic functioning of your body. And we're going to talk about that on this show and really break down why sleep is important and kind of the epidemic out there that's actually the sleep recession, as is coined by many researchers. 
Now, when it comes to sleep, let's talk about sleep itself as a concept or as a as an item. Now, the American Society of uh, Sleep Medicine Physicians have actually already come up with regulations or recommendations for how how long you should be sleeping. Now, it's recommended that adults should be getting at least seven hours a night of sleep, and kids actually be getting eight to ten hours a night of sleep. So, kids actually really need sleep because they're just their bodies just you know just exploding with new growth and they need maximum nutrition maximum sleep to help their body you know grow into its optimal form so sleep is something that's clearly very important for normal metabolic functioning of the body and we know this because when we see folks folks who aren't sleeping they're actually at a much higher risk of dying from various illnesses there's actually a study that came out a few years back that said People who are chronically sleep deprived have literally double the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease, meaning like heart attacks, strokes, and etc. People who don't sleep also have higher levels of chronic illnesses like high blood pressure and diabetes. So it's very obvious and very clear that sleeping is critical. So now when we're talking about sleep deprivation, what are we talking about exactly? And what are some of the signs of that? Well, you know you're having sleep deprivation, and most people know this because you just don't feel right when you don't get a good night's rest. And, you know, people will be the first to tell you, hey, look, man, I sleep well last night, so yada, 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 meaning they're going to tell you why they've not lived up to some expectation or they've met some or they've underwhelmed someone, you know, with something they've done. So sleeping is something that we all know is important for that matter. But how do you know when you're truly sleep deprived? Um, first off, you know that you are because you start sleeping at the wrong times of the day or at inappropriate times. You just fall asleep, like waiting in line at the gas station or something, you know, where you know that you didn't intend to do that, but that's where you're at. Um, you know, we had one person who, who fell asleep in their car and then they're holding up traffic. I mean, these are clearly signs that sleep deprivation is, is, is occurring. So you also know that because you don't really sleep well when it's time to sleep. So you're sitting there trying to sleep, you're tossing and turning, and you're just really restless. And it could be going on for a variety of reasons. And we'll go into some of those in a, in, in a bit, in a minute. But it's clear that when sleep dep- deprivation is occurring, that the person suffering from it is well aware of it because your body will just not function properly. And then you're going to be able to, you know, detect that almost immediately. So with sleep, you know, when people are deprived and how to get to that point, we have to really break down the actual function and how sleep works and why it's really important. So before we really get into really sleeping and what it's about, we really have to kind of break down the sleep cycle and what it actually, you know, does in your body to make you feel refreshed after a sleep session has occurred. First off, during sleep, you have two basic types of sleep. You have your rapid eye movement or your REM sleep. And you also have your non-REM sleep, right? So the non-REM sleep includes what is usually known as your deep sleep or your slow wave sleep. Now, this sleep is typically, you know, that good, good sleep you get during a sleeping episode. Also, the other type of sleep is called REM, which is actually the sleep where you dream. So most people typically cycle through both stages of sleep about three to five times a night. So, you know, the ability for you to function well and feel good, you know, after you wake up really depends on the total hours of sleep you get, as well as 
how many cycles of each sleep you get. So it's typically, you know, important that your body is able to do this naturally. And that's usually what it's programmed to do as we're born. You know, typically you have this thing known as a circadian rhythm, and that actually works as an internal body clock, which helps regulate when you're awake and when you're sleeping. And there's different things that can trigger it to get into that sleep sensation or that awake station. But it's something that's usually rhythmic and done in a regular fashion. This is why people typically wake up and go to sleep at the same time each day. That happens naturally. This also happens if you're what we call a night shift person and you typically work every evening, you're going to be reversed of the typical person, meaning that you're going to get sleepy in the morning when you're going to bed and you're going to feel refreshed in the afternoon when you're waking up, you know. So this circadian rhythm is so important and it's very important in how your body overall gets into that sleeping motion. So that's part of the thing you want to keep in mind when you're looking at problems in the sleep cycle and other things that can result in insomnia. Now, when you're talking about sleep, you also have to understand, you know, what is that makes you sleepy? We, we've already talked about the circadian rhythm and how it is an internal body clock that kind of helps your body operate and puts you in certain moods to either sleep or to wake up. Now, one thing that's important in this whole process is a known, is a chemical called melatonin. This is actually a hormone. And your body releases this hormone when it's time for you to go to sleep and it helps you feel more drowsy. This is why this um, melatonin is something that people actually can take exogenously in a pill that you can get actually over the counter to help them get into this pro sleep mode. Now, ideally your body should be screened naturally and of course if you're living you know, um, a health and wellness lifestyle, eating right, you know, those nutrients in your system, you're, you're functioning, getting that water down, your body will be optimally primed to get you ready in this mode. So, you know, it's very important that you do everything you need to do to help your body, you know, naturally get into this rhythmic circadian rhythm that'll help you go in and out of sleep as needed. Now, unfortunately, because of this 24-hour society we're living in, there's many people who don't have the ability to get sleep, meaning that maybe they're working three jobs and they don't have a chance to sit down really for seven hours, or they have, you know, after-work activities, child issues, you know, um, elder care issues, you know, stress issues, work issues, where they're not able to get that sleep. And, you know, unfortunately, because of the uh, society that we live in where sleep is deprioritized, um, sometimes people have decided that, you know what, instead of me sleeping, uh, which may be beneficial, you know, but I have this immediate thing to take care of. So we may have to sacrifice sleep in the short term to achieve it. And, you know, in short term, in short bursts, that may be appropriate, but or maybe, I guess, permissible, if you will, I guess you could say. But long term, it can be very deadly. So we really have to understand, you know, the importance of sleep and why sleep needs to be something we prioritize. Now, the vitality of sleep really cannot be understated. Um, we've already mentioned how sleep is just so important for just the normal functioning as well as the optimal functioning of your body's normal physiologic you know, functions. However, if we want to get more specific, we really have to really dive down into how sleep really improves just functions of some vital parts of your body, especially your brain. It's probably believed that sleep is probably where the brain does the majority of its regeneration, as well as its preparation for the next day, meaning no, new neurons are being formed, um, new cells are being regenerated. Just overall, 
maintaining itself is probably done during sleep. We know this because when people are getting good sleep, it's been documented and researched, researched thir- I mean, extensively that their brains function better. People think clearly. People are able to process things better, understand things better, retain things better. So, you know, this is why it's so critical for children to be getting adequate amount of sleep because if they're sleep deprived, they're not going to be able to function well in school, which can lead to, you know, academic issues. So, um, furthermore, um, it's also important for adults to sleep regularly. And because the way sleep works is that if you're not sleeping well, your brain starts to you know, work in a reduced capacity, which can affect your ability to think quickly and really move appropriately, especially if you're in a technical position where you're working, where you have to be on quick witted and not quick witted, excuse me, quick thinking and on your feet and able to really process things in a quick fashion. So, you know, sleep is just so critical. We're going to dive more into some of the other parts of the body that are, you know, you know, that are helped with sleep after the break. So stay tuned. This is Dr. Barry, the health and wellness connection podcast. Um, we have a lot of information coming up, so don't change that now. Peace. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to the health and wellness connection podcast. This is your host, Dr. Barry here again, and we're talking about sleep. Hopefully you got a good rest, uh, last night. And if not, hopefully the show will help you get a good rest going forward. Now, the important thing which we were talking about in regards to sleep is that you really have to learn to prioritize it because it's something that you shouldn't just try to do when you can. You need to really make sure you're getting your appropriate amount of sleep every evening. And we talked about how adults typically need at least seven hours of sleep and kids, meaning anyone 16 and below, should get anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day of sleeping. Now, it's so important that, you know, sleeping is prioritized because as we were talking earlier, it's so critical to many vital organs and physiological functions in the body. Um, we just we talked about the brain briefly and how the brain really is able to prepare itself for the next day, as well as operate more efficiently when you're getting the appropriate amount of sleep. And when you don't get that amount of sleep, you definitely notice the brain is not able to function adequately and you have results in you have things that occur like decreased uh, thinking ability decreased ability to solve problems reduced ability to control your emotions and behavior as well as you know other dysfunctional signs so it's so important that you know sleep is something that's prioritized because it can really affect your ability to function now in addition to other parts of the body which affect are affected by sleep we have to really understand that because if we don't sometimes people tend to dismiss it or minimize its importance. And another area that sleep is critical in is really your cardiovascular system. Sleep is actually the time when your body starts to heal and repair itself, Um, especially the blood vessels. If there's any damage, the body takes that time to really fix those issues, repair issues, remove issues that are potentially toxins in the body. And if you're ongoing having what we call sleep deficiency, meaning you're not sleeping adequately, your body then starts to not able to keep up with the damage that it sustains throughout the day. And unfortunately, this kind of ongoing you know, damage is something that happens as a result of living on Earth. And your body has an inbuilt mechanism that will help it remove issues, neutralize other toxins, repair damage that can that happen throughout the day. So, 
you know, when you're not getting enough sleep, this is how you end up having increased levels or increased risks of heart disease, kidney disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and stroke. And like we said earlier, your risk of cardiovascular disease death is literally doubled by simply just not getting enough sleep. So sleep is just so important. Sleep deficiency can also increase the risk of obesity. And as we've said on this show many, many times, obesity is one of the most dangerous conditions you can be in because A, it really puts a lot of stress on the body. And number two, it promotes what we call a pro-inflammatory state, meaning that your body has a lot more inflammatory mediators that are circulating, which can themselves cause damage, including the ones we just mentioned, to the blood vessels and other parts of the endovascular system. So sleeping is so critical because it helps your body, you know, work in a more, again, optimal fashion, helping the hormones that help control hunger and other things that, you know, function in your metabolism. It helps your body maintain the balance of those better. Um, and it just overall just helps your body function more ideal. It's already been shown that when you're not getting enough sleep, certain hormones in your blood system, like ghrelin, which is actually a hormone that your body uses when it wants you to be feel hungry. Um, you actually have more of those hormones in your blood when you don't sleep. So this is why people who are also having chronic sleep deficiency tend to become obese because of things like this. Ghrelin levels are elevated. You tend to have increased hunger. You also have decreased levels of leptin. Leptin is another hormone that's important in helping maintain satiety. So when you have elevated leptin levels, typically you start to feel more satiated. Without sleep, though, these hormones don't function properly. Leptin levels are actually lower than they should be, making you feel constantly hungry. And overall, obesity tends to occur. So you want to make sure that sleeping, you know, is something you prioritize. Because, again, if you're trying to lose weight, but you're not sleeping well, it's going to be that much harder. And this is why patients who say or people who, who talk to me will say, hey, Dr. Barry, I've tried everything and I can't lose weight. I don't know what to do. But then you find out they're working three jobs. They don't have enough time to rest. Between Before you know it, they're getting four hours a night of sleep. And they can't understand why things aren't working. And that's, you know, something that's definitely part of the reason. So so you got to prioritize sleeping. Another issue with sleep is that sleep, like we said in other shows, it actually affects how your body reacts to insulin. And this is insulin, of course, is a hormone that controls your blood glucose. So if you're typically not sleeping well, it makes it harder for your body to manage insulin properly, which can sometimes result in actually increased risk of diabetes. So, I mean, some simple as not sleeping well can put you at risk for developing a condition known as diabetes, which is, we know can be very deadly and can cause a lot of long-term issues. So something you don't want unless, you know, you want to work hard to not get it. And sleeping well is part of that way you work hard to not get it. So, yeah, so Again, sleeping is so critical for a limit, so many reasons. And as we've mentioned, you know, it affects so many organs. And something that you don't understand or you may not know is that it also affects your immune system. You know, like you said earlier, if you're someone who's trying to go to work all the time and be efficient, it's hard to be efficient when you're sick. And if you want your immune system to really keep you healthy, you have to give it the strength, the, um, you have to make it op- be able to function optimally. And you do that by getting your rest. Um, you know, your immune system has so many complex components and all those components work better when your body is well rested, because that's actually the period when your body actually is more f- able to fight those issues. Let's say if you're sick, you have an illness or whatnot, 
during your sleep is when your body is able to be more active and dedicate resources to fight those illnesses and fight those infections using the, the tools that it has. So, you know, you definitely have to get your rest if you want your body to, to fight infection and keep you healthy. And um, hopefully that's enough reasons for you. I mean, sleep is so important. And, you know, we've just kind of stressed that, you know, how it affects just so many parts of your body that you may not be aware of. And, uh, you know, that's why you got to prioritize it, because if you don't prioritize it, others might not. So you have to be the, your own advocate. You have to say, you know what? I need rest. So I'm going to do this to ensure that I get it. And you have to let people around you know. And hopefully, you know, people who care for your well-being will understand those who don't care. Probably <laughs> you may need to get away from, but I'm going to tell you who to be friends with. Anyway, so now we, I know we talked about sleeping and getting that eight hours and so forth and everything. Seven hours, excuse me, if you're an adult. Um, but one thing that's also not mentioned a lot and probably needs some more, some more love, if you will, is napping. You know, napping is something that can be very beneficial and uh, is actually better than most other things you do that for, to help yourself stay awake, like uh, you know, drink coffee or um, take some uh, caffeine pills or you know, whatever. You know, people you know don't understand that napping. You get a lot of the same effects you get from sleeping. Um, but of course you get in a short burst and it's something that can help your body kind of, you know, get you through periods of the day. Let's say you're weak or you're tired or you're just fatigued. You had a, uh, a restless morning or you were really active. And you wanted to kind of regenerate a quick nap and not a long one too, between 10 to 30 minutes. Literally, um, that 30 minute nap can actually reduce, um, a lot of issues, including blood pressure risks. And it can actually reduce your stress levels, can actually reduce inflammatory levels in, in the blood. Um, so it's, you know, really important if you want to kind of get a little boost, consider a nap. And you only need anyway between 10 to 30 minutes. Just kind of close your eyes. Just kind of, you know, try to rest your brain for a little bit. Um, you want to do it probably sometime in the afternoon, actually, not too late in the day. Because if you do it too late, then it may actually affect your ability, ability to fall asleep at night. So consider like a mid-afternoon nap, um, 10 to 30 minutes. It actually can um, help with a lot of things, including improving your alertness, your mood, and even your memory. So it's it's shown to actually be more effective than drinking a cup of coffee. So um, napping can be something that can be very helpful if you want to try to keep yourself energized and you have, let's say, some issues you have to take care of later on that you want to be alert for. Um, definitely consider um, napping. Now, one thing that's funny is that napping is something that's actually done in many parts of the world. Here, you know, in America where I'm at, if you say, I want to take a nap real quick, people instantly think you're lazy, you're a bum, you're probably not motivated, yada, yada, yada. But if you have 10 cups of coffee, then you're considered a go-getter, a task destroyer, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is napping can be just as effective as coffee and it's probably healthier, even though caffeine is relatively safe from all the research we've seen. Um, if you can, you know, naturally keep yourself awake, it's probably better than taking an exogenous stimulant like caffeine. So, um, and again, as I was saying, there's many parts of the world that actually encourage napping um, amongst their workers. People in, uh, you know, um, in Spain, for instance, um, are known to take afternoon naps and they head home for about 20, 30 minutes, take a nap, come back, back at work, you know, if we're more energized. In Italy, it's called a riposo. So my Italian uh, listeners out there will probably um, co-sign this. Um, also, Greece, Philippines, Mexico, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Nigeria. It's actually very common to go home in the afternoon, take a nap, come back, get back to work. So um, 
and all my listeners out there I have listeners all over the world definitely you know if you have any good stories about naps you had to take you took during work and you helped you function better definitely shoot out to me shoot them out to me I'd love to read those so ultimately don't feel bad if you want to take a nap it's actually a very healthy way to stay energized again now don't overdo it and take like a three hour nap that's actually considered bad because it actually makes you more sleepy so you know you want to take just a quick nap it'll keep your body you know from getting to that sleep inertia which is you know what makes you more drowsy after a real good you know sleep you know you don't want to get to that because that can kind of slow you down a little bit but a quick 30 minute nap can be excellent to help boost your energy boost your alertness help your brain function sharper and just overall improve your health so consider a nap next time you're a little tired and not sure you know how you want to get some energy before you start you know popping a you know hardcore um you know meth or something so again don't do math so either way thank you guys for listening to the health and wealth collection podcast we really enjoy you guys feedback as well as your overall support of the show if you have any questions or concerns do not hesitate to reach out i am a dr barry your host you can find me on instagram at dr barry md also check out our facebook page a lot of cool articles a lot of cool information we're spreading out there um please um follow us at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss Again, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. It's Dr. Barry. Thank you for listening to the show. And again, come back next Thursday, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio for another exciting episode of the Health and Wellness Collection podcast. Peace. Now, lastly, you know, we talked about sleep and how important it is, but we got to also give you some quick tips on how to improve your sleep in case you are having some sleep issues or having issues getting to bed regularly. Um, first thing you need to do is very important is try to work out. Actually, it sounds crazy, but if you work out, actually, you actually have an increased or easier ability to get to sleep because after you kind of stress your body a little bit, fatigue a little bit, it actually helps promote that sleepy sensation, especially when it's getting dark and you know the other cues that your body's seeing that hey, it's time to go to bed. So working out can actually help your body get to sleep easier. Secondly, you want to make sure you get your sleep environment into a sleep-inducing state. You mean you want to make sure the room is primed for you so that you can get to sleep easier. Meaning you want to make sure it's cool, it's quiet, it's dark, make sure there's no bright windows. Especially if you're what we call a night shifter and you want to sleep during the day, you want to make sure the room is dark, the windows are are, are are able to be obscured. Um, you may even want to consider getting a white noise device, like a, a ceiling fan or one of the little device you can plug in and makes like a consistent noise that helps you know calm you down and put you in a pro sleep mode. So you want to make sure your sleep environment is ideal for sleep. Secondly, you want to make sure you keep it consistent. Like I said, your body works on a circadian rhythm. So it wants to kind of do the same thing every day in regards to your biological function. So, you know, you don't want to be the kind of person waking up at certain random times, going to sleep random times and throwing your body out of whack. That makes it harder for you to get to that steady cycle. This is why if you're a shift person, you're not working like random shifts. You're trying to keep it consistent as much as you can. That'll help you sleep better. Um, also, if you're someone who, you know, is is um, having trouble you know, sleeping or having trouble staying alert and you're taking these long naps, try to shorten those naps. Nap early or not at all. Because if you're taking real, real long naps, like three, four hour naps, that actually will make it harder for you to go to bed and really get that good sleep you need. 
you know, in the evening or whenever you sleep. So those are just a few things. And also, you can also try some beverages, too. Like, I'm a big fan of chamomile tea. Um, lavender oil is also very effective if you maybe put it in your bath water in the evening. Or even put a few drops of lavender oil on the other side of your pillow can actually help sleep because the scent of lavender can also help promote sleep. So, again, those are just a few suggestions. Um, definitely, you know, talk to your doctor if you haven't truly having a lot of issues with sleep. And there's some things they can also suggest as well. But overall, just make sure you take care of yourself. Sleep is so important. Don't minimize sleep. It's so critical. Make sure you prioritize it so you can ensure that your health and wellness is at an optimum.